0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of "Man, We're Too Old for This." Here on the Eternal Network, I'm your host, the Experience that some call Jason, and with me, as usual, is the token sarcastic silence, Tarky. the Todd Father,
1: who should be out of Facebook jail by the time you.
2: And CDO one one
0: three. And today is kind of a follow-up to the X-Men fan casting we did. We're going to fan cast the Fantastic Four. Because that's another property that Marvel Studios has recently gotten back under their umbrella. About time. Yeah, I really want to see them take a shot at this movie. Fox has uh, bumbled and kind of fumbled it. Uh, through three flicks. Yeah, it's been three. Yep,
1: yeah, they've had three chances. They've managed to f up. Damn near one of them. Though
0: mm-hmm. so I like most of the cast they had in the first one.
1: I like the cat. I like the cast for the first one. The first one is actually the best movie because two, two had the best trailer, but the movie itself is crap. Mm-hmm. And then three was the. Uh, I'm not as hard on three as a lot of people are because it ain't like it ain't like they dropped a whole hell of a ways from two. They just basically went and hey, we're gonna make this shit dark. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: But anyway, so thing needed pants.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody needs pants. You savage. (laughs) So we're just going to go down the list uh, of the main team, and you know, and then we can fill in villains and side characters as as time allows. So starting off with with Mister Fantastic, or Senor Fantastico, as they call him in Spanish speaking countries. Do they? Hold timeout? time out. Do they? Actually, yeah. I believe they do. Okay. Like, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it as impossible. I just don't know. You know, as opposed to Deadpool, who over in Spain is uh, Senior Slaughter or something like that. Because Deadpool is not a word that translates, because it's kind of a...
2: Anyway. They would be calling him Deadwater and that doesn't fit. Yeah, well,
0: it doesn't mean the same thing, because it's kind of a figure of speech. Anyway. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Danny, who have you got for Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic?
2: Uh, I've got Tom Payne. Uh, Prodigal Son and Walking Dead actor. Uh, he was Jesus on the Walking Dead.
0: Oh, huh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, when I you your know your mistake from last week
0: haunts you, Jason.
2: Yes. Uh, on The Walking Dead, you know, as Jesus. He had really, really long hair. Where on The Prodigal Son, they've got it cut really short and no facial hair. And he's just got that lanky, you know, physical build. You I look, thought
1: You look like a spaz. Come on, yeah,
2: and he comes, you know, he, he's the character on The uh, Prodigal Son. He's very intelligent. And so I thought, I can see him as Mr. Fantastic.
0: I've only seen him in Walking Dead, but I did like him in that. And as far as his build and stuff, yeah, I, I can definitely see him looking like a uh, looking like Stretch. Uh, so who
1: have you got, Todd? Well, for my first two, I went with low hanging fruit because everybody named mama, John Krasinski is Mister Fantastic. Uh, he's from a quiet place. The minute I say his name, most people that are kind of nerds they'll immediately go, yep, because, yeah, that, that, that. And I think Marvel, unlike when we did the X-Men, we were going, nobody's picking these. I think Marvel actually wants Krasinski and his wife to be uh, the Richards because when fans start casting Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, they change the way Mr. Fantastic looks to look like Krasinski. Yeah. That's where the period came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. So yeah, I, I went totally low hanging fruit that one I couldn't come up with nobody better, so I said, Fuck it, let me join the crowd.
0: So who is your pick for the Invisible Woman
1: then, Ty? His wife, Emily Blunt. Again, low hanging fruit. Uh, that was uh it that's Edge of Tomorrow, in case somebody's listening to this that doesn't know who in the hell Emily Blunt is. Thank you. Yeah. She was she was what'd they call her? You know, she was the one that had that basically had the ability that Cruz had earlier. Yeah, on. yeah. I know what you're talking about,
2: but I, I can't remember what character I, forget, was, I forget
1: I forget what in the hell that title they had for her where she was, you know
2: She was their big badass. Yeah, she
1: was the badass. So you know she can do action. She's in a quiet place in a quiet place too. She looks like stuff she looks like Sue. They're actually a married couple, so you kinda have that energy yeah. going. So, yeah, I I can't do better. I didn't try to do better. I defy somebody to come up with something better.
2: Danny, who you got? Uh, I've got Emily Osment. Uh, She was on the sitcom Young and Hungry and then on a movie called Almost Family or a TV show called Almost Family. Uh, She's a little blonde. You know, like when you first see Sue in the comic, you know, cute little blonde, that's Hmm. what she is. She is just... You know, the one reason why I
1: didn't go with why I went One reason why I went with these two, not just because that was real popular, I wanted to stay away from Reed and suing the books because that was some creep shit. Yeah. She was mad young and he was
2: good and grown. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like... Eh. Well, see, this... Emily Osment, she's in her 20s. And, you know, Tom Payne, I think he's in his 30s. So their age is still close enough to that, you know, young couple that, hey... It, it's, it's, it's kind of almost. It, it's
0: kind of I mean, like when you go with Danny's casting if you were doing if you were doing a uh, origin movie and this is them fairly young, yeah. Where you want to do them where they've already got their kids, you might go more with Todd's casting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I went I went with because I figure the way they're going, I'd be shocked if they go with an origin story. Fantastic. I got I got the I got kind of the feeling that when you meet the Fantastic Four in Marvel they're probably already be the Fantastic I don't think... Because if you notice, even toward the end there, Marvel has started kind of pulling away from just the origin.
0: Yeah. You still ain't
1: seen an origin for Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. hmm Doctor Strange was an origin movie, and Captain Marvel was an origin movie. But, you know, Black Panther,
1: yeah, he was Panther the first time you seen.
0: Him. Mm-hmm. And they can always introduce the FF in his next movie or somebody else's movie. Or... Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, that's the kind of thing. Everybody's Jones and Storm in Black Panther 2. If it was me in charge of shit, no. I'd introduce the Fantastic Four in Black Panther 2
2: just to have that synergy. Yeah. Storm could be like that little cameo at the end.
1: Because <coughs> actually, if you go in like Best friend yeah, Mr. Fantastic and T'Challa are close. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> They got
0: the whole. They both got the brain thing going on. Yeah,
1: and you had the thing when T'Challa got his King of the Dead stuff from Bast. Yeah, Bast basically says that they were connected by a bond, and you know, Mister Fantastic is going, "This is my brother." You know, it. They, they, they are close. You know, if you read Secret War, they are, they are mad close. They are close like Human Torch and Spidey. Yeah. Mm.
0: Speaking of the Human Torch. Uh, we'll start off with Todd this time. Who have you got for the Human Torch, Todd?
1: That's where I went with Zach Efron because he's got the build. You got the kind of he got kind of he tends to play kind of the ladies' man type roles, and he's younger than Blunt, so you can so you'll still have the little brother thing. My last two, my picks with Human Torch and Thing was where his shit got kind of weird because it was like, well, because he. Ephron was not my first choice, but the guy that I had there first, I was like, eh, this cat in reality is actually older than the Invisible Woman, and you got to have that older sister vibe. Yeah. And you wanted to have somebody but you still want somebody young enough to be immature to be screwing around with Ben. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing is you didn't want you didn't want Torch to be because I also thought about, well, you know, you're gonna have the friendship with Spidey and him. And, and, that I want somebody closer to Tom Holland's age, but by that same token, you don't actually want like a little kid around yeah. there. So Efron was my was my kind of in-between that kind of gave me everything I want. He's young enough that and looks young enough that if you put him with Tom Holland, you could see them being buddies, especially yeah. since they had him booed up with Mysterio. You know, you could see them kind of being buddies. You could see Torch kind of being the older hero. Because mm-hmm. which torch was in the books? Yeah, he was yeah. he was the more experienced. So yeah. you could kind of have that. You kind of had the ladies' man. Th- he he's in between the ages of uh, my Invisible Woman and Thing, but he's close enough that you could see him being kind of that asshole still playing practical practical
2: jokes. Mm-hmm. So, so Daddy, Who did one. you get for Human Torch? I picked Chandler Riggs. You know, Walk Walking Dead, and, and no, you picked yeah, I picked cool. Carl. The reason I did that is like he was making, Todd was making the comment about Spider-Man. you got to have somebody where, you know, there's only like a year or two difference in them or something like that. And then you also got to have something. Johnny has to be younger than Sue. Emily Osment is older than Chandler Riggs. So you've got that, you know, couple of years difference between them that works. And then Chandler Riggs, it's, you know, his age is, you know, just a little, you know, slightly different than him. But you have that physicality that works. And his age also works for the my choice with how he, him and Thing interact for the, the, the actor I picked for him. I'm having a hard
0: time pitching pitching old Chandler blonde, though. Coral!
2: Coral! Oh, he, I swear to God, I'd be screaming Coral the whole damn movie. Coral! Coral! <laughs> well, you know, if you look back to the uh, Johnny Storm where Chris Evans played it, he wasn't dark headed. He was still kind of, or you know, wasn't completely blonde like you see him in the books. He was still kind of brown headed. Yeah, mm. Evans, Evans, Evans went
1: blonder as he went Captain America. He was he he, he wasn't well. Was Evans, my problem with Efron is yeah, they're gonna have to dye some hair. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. You know, and that, highlights will take care of a lot of that, and then CGI will be yeah. the rest when he's on fire. You're you're gonna have to dye some hair, but trust me. I, I kind of looked at it and said, "Well,
1: considering the family completely late shit with Michael B. Jordan, they'll they'll overlook some fucking hair." <laughs> well, at least he's white this time. I like Johnny Blaze, because I'm a you fan. Johnny Storm. Nah, I, I oh, said
2: yeah. that On purpose. Yeah, that's right. They
0: did. That was an actual quote. Yeah.
2: That was an actual quote. Yeah, that was what.
0: So Danny, who do you who you yeah who have you got
2: for the thing? If I can talk. Uh, Derek, I want to say his last name is Feeler, T H E L E R. He played on the sitcom Baby Daddy and uh, on the TV show called Sixty Eight Whiskey. Uh, my God, you watch some weird ass fucking TV because I ain't never heard of this. Shit. <laughs> the uh, he's on Baby Daddy. He was like the younger brother, but he was the tallest when he was big, and his character played hot. Mm. And when you saw me, you know, all the him because he was so big, and even on 68 Whiskey, he plays a uh, private contract, private military contractor. He's huge, so it's like even just as plain old Ben Graham, he will physically work. Yeah. And then when they see GI, which they will, of course, do, he'll look even you know, bulkier. So, and he's got that, uh, that way that Ben will cut up and kid around with people. He, he did that a lot on the sitcom that he was on. And even in 68 Whiskey, when he needs to be a badass, he's got that kind of thing. And the character on 68 Whiskey boxes. So that fighting style that Ben tends to, you know, that
1: yeah.
2: yeah, brute force kind of thing, he, he already has that. So
0: Cool, cool.
1: Todd, who did you pick? I picked WWE's Brock Lesnar. Really, for a lot of the same reasons. uh Brock's, Brock's a big dude. And Ben needs to look like he was kind of a jock, muscular kind of thing. The downside to Lesnar So, uh
0: wait, wait, hold on. If if you picked Lesnar, who's going to be the voice? <laughs> that's, that's, that's
1: and that's where I goodness. was going. And that's literally just about what I was about to say.
0: Yes, but if I don't <laughs> chimp in now with that, I don't get to say a thing this episode.
1: Oh, well... The, the I have to on my Les- moments, Todd. The problem with Lesnar is his voice. Lesnar does have kind of a, kind of a squeaky-ass voice. The trick is, if you watch the Fan-4 the fan stick, that last one that they did, yeah, oh old boy playing Grimm ain't got... He was literally a kid, so he ain't got the manless voice on the planet. But once he became the thing, they changed the shit. So let, let Ben have Lesnar's kind of Mike tyson squeaky voice. Because once he's the thing, which is what he's going to be 99% of the damn movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, then you do some dubs over it. Hell, if they can make Christian Bale sound like he's got throat cancer, they made uh, Ray Park sound like Darth Maul because that ain't his voice. The only one of those movies, only movie, popular movie that Park did where they actually used his actual voice is Toad. Yeah. Toad is how Ray Park actually sounds. Darth Maul was somebody else, so I figure for the small amount of time that that Lesnar's actually been grim, that's fine, and look at what you get from it. You get somebody with the size, so even once they, because things going to have to be C D. I But once you put that on him, Lesnar's got the physicality that you could actually have a thing that can fight. Mm-hmm. Because he is both a Wrestler and MMA, so you know it would be neat to see Thane actually get
2: get his hands on something and grapple. Yeah, well, that's like the guy that I picked. Like I said, in 68 Whiskey, he plays a military contractor who also boxes on the side to win money for his group. You know, they bet, do yeah. bets. And his voice is already kind of deep, so you wouldn't have to worry about you know hiring a voice actor or, or screwing with it. But that's the trick. Once he's the thing, he
1: shouldn't sound like he sounds. Yeah, yeah. He literally should. Hell, even even when they did uh, Vic Mackey, yeah, he don't. When he's the thing, he don't sound the same as he does when he's Yeah, yeah. So thing is, you know, thing is just want You're gonna to have to spend some money on it. And they can because hell, look at Forstick. Hell, he's he's literally CGI at Yeah. Yeah. Most of the damn movie. Alright, well, that gets us through the
0: main cast then. So let's hit a few of the FF's villains. We're just doing odd smattering here since. uh, Let's see here.
1: Todd, pick a villain and go with it. Well, the villain I picked was the Mole Man for the first one. Uh, and I picked Elijah Wood. Who is Frodo from the Lord of the Rings movies? And before you go, oh, my God, he picked Frodo. If you've ever seen the first Sin City, that bastard can play creepy. Yes. He played creepy as hell and never seen a damn Yeah, yeah. And the Mole Man and Elijah Wood is another one of those characters. Like, when we do with X-Men, he's teeny. Elijah Wood's like, 5'4 or some shit like that, the mole man needs to be a little creepy bastard. Yeah. Yeah, you, of course, you're going to have to put some prosthetics and shit on him, but the man has shown he can play creepy as hell without him really speaking. And I figured my first Fantastic, four, I would go along with kind of a, a variation of their first tale, because I would like for the Fantastic Four to be the main focus of the. Movies, so you get to know them before you start adding the popular villains. It's gonna take the spotlight away from yeah. And the Mole Man gives you it's a little different because they they'd be fighting monsters. And truthfully, it would flow into the MCU formula where they like to where they do the kung fu thing where you have like the main boss, but you fight like a million different fucking nameless under well, you got the Moloids and the Subterraneans and the monsters from Monster Island and all this kind of shit that they can fight. And the Mole Man's not the kind of villain that's going to take the spotlight away from them. Yeah, Let them be the focus of the first movie and just give them, you know, one of their B-listers to fight so they have something to do. Yeah. So that was my pick, Mole Man. With Frodo you on here oh
0: yeah. yeah yeah we were just enraptured clearly clearly
1: as a way you should be because that was brilliant casting <laughs> all
0: right so Danny let me see who have you got on your list here pick from page two <laughs> Uh, let's go with the Submariner because that's a character I'd really like to see show up.
2: Yeah, I I thought okay, he need if he needs to show up as you know an antagonist. Uh, I picked Scott Atkins. Uh, He's played in Ip Man and Avengement, or It Man Four, and then Avengement. He's a martial artist. When I when you, when I look at him, I go. That dude could play, you know, Submariner. He's just got that. That dude could general- play damn near any kind of damn hero he wanted to. Yeah. He he's got that lean jaw that, you know, you associate with Submariner you see him. I've seen him in a flat top before in another movie he did. And all you got to do is put him in, you know, one of Submariner's outfits and add the wings to his feet, and he's good to go. The only thing that you're going to have put back about that is
1: the current fandom is really wanting Submariner to be Asian. And I can see why because, you know, he looks like if if I wasn't doing that even though I didn't cast him Jason knows there is only one human that looks more like Namor than any fucking human I've ever seen in life Mm. and that's Sam Witwer.
2: Yeah, he does too. Witwer
1: looks more like Namor than any actual person I have ever seen in my life. We sat in the Mist basically going, Tweet God in heaven, that dude looked like Namor. Yep. Jesus Christ. And if you haven't
0: seen the Mist, he was also the Secret Apprentice in the Force Unleashed games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a Secret Apprentice. He was, what was the thing? When they did the, uh, was it, it was something human. Being human. Yeah, being, being human. He was, was the vampire. He was vampire. Yeah. I never did watch He that. was Doomsday yeah. in Smallville. Yeah. Yeah, that Whitworth is freakishly looking like me.
2: Yeah, he, he does good as a character actor. And the more, he, you know, the more you give him a chance to make that character his own, like the vampire, they, and in being human, was supposed to be based, you know, like, oh, this is his personality, this is this. And he's like, can I try something? And they were filming, and they're like, yeah, roll with that. Because, you know, he brought a... Ask, you know, this character is supposed to have been alive for several hundred years, it's like you wanting me to be like, I just came became a vampire yesterday. Like, no, the guy's got world experience, not just you know I've been around the block. You know, He's been around the world. So he, you know, he I needs just to have you know world. I've been around the world, and so you know he he knows how to uh, make a character come across. That was
1: that was off the top of my head, just because you said Namor. Anytime somebody says Namor, I kind of go
2: Whitworth he's getting old, man. But damn. It would work if he's supposed to have been around at World War
1: II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he's supposed to look... And that's a trick. They fucked around with Namor so long did then got old. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: I don't know if he's that bad off, but... But, uh... Okay, Danny, we were talking about, uh... Yeah, we were talking about Mole Man earlier, which is what, kind of one of your classic FF villains, because I, I guess you could say he was the original FF villain, but... oh. Uh, uh, Puppet Master got, was another one, uh, one of their classics.
2: Yeah, uh, for Puppet Master, I thought Paul Blackthorne, uh, he played on The Arrow and then he played in, uh, oh, he Dresden dressed in, in, yeah, Harry Dresden. Oh, Harry Dresden in The nice. Dresden Files. He's just, he's another actor to me that, you know, when he takes on a role, he he becomes that character. It's not like he's actually uh, Paul Blackthorne playing yeah. something. He's actually that character because when he plays the dad on The Arrow, Mary Girls, you actually believe he's the dad, you know? And it's like I could see him as Puppet and master. True. The uh, actress that I picked for uh, Alicia Masters, Ben's girlfriend, is Chelsea Kane. She's another actress that played on uh, Baby Daddy and a bunch of other Disney shows. She's got that dark complexion like he does. It's just one of those things of you could see this would be his daughter, and she not realizing he's a bad guy, you know, just. It was a good fit for me. It was Alicia, his daughter, and his niece. I think she
0: was his niece. Yes, yeah, I, I think he raised yeah. her. I but... think he raised her.
1: But... Yeah, yeah, right. He raised sure, her. Yeah, that's right. He raised her. Where's his niece? He was our uncle.
0: Uh, but... Danny's lost all cred now. Get cred, <laughs> gone. Excuse me.
2: But, uh, yeah, that was my pick for a Puppet Master was him and the niece. You know, because... Like okay, he says, that would vitriol in his voice with his niece. <laughs> you and your damn fat. Uh, one of my other choices for a villain from the face off against was the Mad Thinker and his androids. He
0: was on your second page, and- Danny. I don't have a picture of him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me.
0: But if well, you want to earn some like- geek cred back for getting the niece thing wrong,
2: uh, who's
0: your pick for uh, Roberta?
2: Oh, for my pick for Roberta, uh, Susan, I'm going to spell her last name, B-L-O-O-M-M-A-E-R-T. She was on the blacklist, and John Wick 3. And for those of you going,
0: who the crap is Roberta, which is going to be pretty much all of you, Uh, Roberta (laughs) is the android receptionist that the FF have had in their building for years. Basically, she looks like a woman from the... From the waist up, or from the yeah. waist down, I think she's attached to the floor or on the wheel, yeah. I forget.
1: Yeah, she's attached to the desk. She's actually attached to the desk, to the thing. So if you move the desk, you move.
0: So Danny took this super obscure character
2: and, so and that, earned, that,
0: that earns him a little geek cred back. Now, go into why
2: you picked her up, Danny. Well, on the blacklist, she plays a character named Mr. Kaplan. It's kind of like a pseudonym for, you know, like, you you find out what her real name is, but she starts going by Mr. Kaplan because when she was young, the love of her life, this girl, gets killed, and everybody assumes, you know, she puts the word out that Mr. Kaplan is looking for revenge, and so she just becomes known as Mr. Kaplan, because she'll pop a cap in somebody in a heartbeat on that show. So it's really Mr. Kaplan. Carry on. I apologize, but... um. (laughs) But she just, you know, she has that, you know, she can come across as, as sweet as sugar, and then the next minute, okay, you got to die. And Roberta, when you see her, she's this nice, cordial, polite, you know. Unless suspension. you break it in. Unless you break it in, and then it's like, yeah, those protocols pop in, and she's ready to take out the neighborhood. Kill but must kill. Yep. So I thought, you know, I can see her being it, because, you know, she, she can come across as just sweet as all get out, but the minute you, have you know, Cross that line? No. Kid gloves are off. Another
0: another one you, you chose can. to cast that, that that uh puzzled me was Herbie. But I like well, your choice of who you cast for Herbie, so we'll bring Herbie up.
2: I picked uh Allen T. U. D. Y K, I don't know how you say his last name. But from Firefly. Tootie. Wash. Yeah, Wash from Firefly. And, uh, and my all-time favorite Star Wars droid, K2SO. But, you know, he, I could see him doing, he's done a bunch of voice work. I could see him doing the voice of Herbie, which stands for Humanoid Experimental Robot Beat-type Integrated Electronics, in case you're wondering.
1: No!
0: Honestly, yes. I just took Herbie as a name. No, it, and the character popped up in the was it the '60s cartoon?
2: Yes, because they
1: mm-hmm. were not the '60s. It, the '60s cartoon was actually the actual Fantastic four. four. It was the Seventies. '70s cartoon yeah, gotcha. that replaced the Human Torch with her because they were afraid. to were afraid super later. <laughs> Yeah, which was actually a lie. It was it had to do more with uh, the rights? Some kind of way it was screwed up to where they couldn't do the Human Torch. That that's the that's the urban legend. Is they did that because they were scared kids. Oh, to okay. Uh, nah. it was. I ridiculous. would have involved
0: the original Human Torch. Yeah. I think so. That's, that's think, the only way I can see
1: the rights coming into it. Yeah, the rights to that got screwed, and they didn't do that. That's the reason why they went. Oh, no, 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 the kids have set themselves on. Because if that was the case, then they'd have had that same worry about Firestar. Yeah, that hell was on fire. Every week. It
0: was microwaves?
1: She, she was still on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Really glowing. <clears throat> but, yeah, I could absolutely see him doing a quirky little robot voice. See, you,
1: you, did, you did a good job there. Because at first, when you're like, Herbie, I'm like, what the hell wants to see Herbie? And then I started thinking, hmm, Herbie is the sound and it like K-2SO. All of a sudden, I like it. Well,
2: see, if you go back and look, Iron Man had his little robotic droid. That yeah, looked, the, the arm. You know, arm. it makes sense. make sense. So I thought, okay. Dummy. Yeah, dummy. My
0: greatest the, disappointment in the MCU other than well, Iron Man 3. Hulk and most Hulk of in most Thanos. of most of Endgame and, and Thanos. But other than that, my greatest disappointment was that Dummy did not become Ultron. <laughs> I wanted Dummy to become Ultron so bad.
1: I've taken all the damn abuse, some take it from you.
0: That's it. That's it for humanity. <clears throat> I hate father. But all you sons of bitches. But you still get the Ultron thing of him hating his father that way. Yeah, it's you're a man that can make anything. And what did you get me for my birthday? A damn cupcake. I can't eat a cupcake. You know, you you could have built me anything. In love with his mother, if 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 he had a thing for Pepper, it would have just worked. And thus, all
1: humanity must die. Yep. You gave me a cupcake, and I don't have a mouth or a stomach. You will all die for
0: this. Well, anyway, before we ramble on too much further, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap here. Uh, Much like with our X-Men one, I doubt Fox... I mean, Fox. Thank goodness they're not involved
1: anymore. I doubt Marvel will pay any attention to this. Oh, they won't pay attention to this, but I am fairly confident that my pick for Reed Richardson... Invisible Woman got a good chance at it. I'm just saying.
0: That's because you picked the
1: ones you're
2: already rumored to be talking to. So, yeah, yeah,
1: I told you, I picked low hanging fruit.
2: By God, somebody needed to. And if you want to see the rest of my list for the side cast and the villains, let us know in the comments. And
0: neighbors and parents.
2: Willie Lumpkin, random folks they know. I did not
1: cast Willie Lumpkin. How the hell did you not cast Willie Lumpkin? Stanley.
0: Because you can't cast Perfection, Todd. (laughs) Oh,
1: and he didn't cast Pace
0: Pot Pete, which is an honest-to-God Fantastic Four villain.
1: Hell, he didn't cast
2: Doom! (laughs) He's sitting here doing a fan casting of the Fantastic Four and none of us cast Doom! I don't want to see Doom's face in the first movie. (laughs) I'd personally rather not see him until the third movie. They've done Doom into the ground. Well, yeah. They, 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 had, they the, had But
0: they haven't done him right, so there's that. I,
2: I yeah. would rather see the Mad Thinker or Red Ghost and his Super Apes before I see... Well, yeah. The, the
1: problem that, that you have with Doom is they had the same... Fox had the same problem with Fantastic they had with X-Men in that they kept putting... They put Doom in every fucking Fantastic just like they put Magneto and Deke in every fucking X-Men.
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's like when you got a, a deep row of Villain slash antagonist you can go to. Yeah, pick somebody. Go new to for it. A I mean, good. you and you ain't got to kill them. You, you can have them get captured. You can have them get away.
0: I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! Now you're upsetting the whole status quo there. I don't care.
2: You talking crazy, talk. Mm. Hey, I cast Agatha Harkness and White Wingfoot and Frankie Ray. I've got Agatha Harkness is going to be in the
1: one uh, one Okay. Yeah, she's going
2: to be on violent Vision. Who did they cast for? I don't remember. It was Agnes Harkness. I don't give a shit. I picked <laughs> Diana Rigg from Game of Thrones and the original Avengers where she was Emma Peel.
1: Yeah, I knew. If the minute you said Diana Rigg, I was like, ooh, Emma Peel? Man, you the oldest dirt now. because the Avengers it, came out, I was a child. Shit, when yeah. the Avengers came out, hell, I don't think I was born yet.
2: Yeah, not the original. It was
1: 60s-something. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. was a gleam in, in the old man's eye. But,
0: yes, I think she would be a fine Agatha. But anyway, we're all right here before we go any further down this rabbit hole. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. If you agreed with us, disagreed with us, have your own list. We'll Wanna see Danny's full list for some reason. He did he did all the shows oh, too.
1: Uh, uh, before before we completely sign off, we need to do just a bit of business. Uh if you enjoy the Man with Two podcast, we on some new stuff. So if you're listening to us on YouTube Do the usual like, share, subscribe, comment, all that kind of thing. But we are also now on Spotify, RadioPublic.com, Google Podcast, BreakerAudio.com, and then, you know, the usual at YouTube, Facebook, and the NerdEternal.com. So check us out. You can listen to us on the road. You can listen to us while you're exercising. You know, once the pandemic thing kicks back
2: in, you get bored as hell. We've got
1: damn near 100 episodes of, of Shared
2: nerd brilliance for you to listen to. And if you know folks that aren't nerds, but you just want to, you know, have them become better nerds, that way you can have better conversation, share it to them and go, or sneak into your parents' thing and add it to their list so it pops up on their stuff. Yeah, that's right. Get them in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured I'd share
1: that because we on we some new platforms, so.
2: So
0: why not try to get people to stand on them?
2: Damn right! Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: So if that takes care of the new business. We'll go ahead and sign out here. I've been your host for the day, and every day, the experience of some called Jason, and with me has been... token Phantom Breath, Tarkey.
1: Uh, coming to you live from the Facebook jail. Well, no, no, no I
2: should probably be out by uh, Todd Father and CDL one one three, the droid you're looking for.
0: And we'll talk to y'all next time. Peace.
2: Later.